You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV and Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Oh, I love this. My favourite part of the day where we come live from the Sports Day studio. Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews here for your Wednesday afternoon. G'day, Satsy. Uh, G'day, Jason. Also, listeners are a fair bit building up, isn't it, about the the Israel Folau potential move back to rugby league. It's uh, divided many... Uh, around the uh, the sporting landscape, uh, we're going to talk about a little bit more with James Hooper, and um, he had a pretty strong opinion of it yesterday, didn't he? When he published a story on FoxSports.com, <laughs> and boy, oh, isn't yeah. he copying it on social media? He today. is, but you know, it's yeah. it's an opinion. It's an opinion, like Israel Folau's got an opinion, absolutely, and a belief. Mate. You're allowed to have opinions. Last time I actually checked as well. <laughs> Maybe you've got an opinion, and we welcome it, whether you're for or against Israel Folau. Uh, going back to the NRL, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, 1533 Or shoot us a text, 0477 736 736. Just off the top of the show here, Sats, uh, some breaking news around the 17th team bid for the NRL. Yeah, the, the, of course, there's been four teams that have been uh, publicly bidding for that 17th license out of 17th team license out of southeast Queensland. Uh, the Brisbane Firehawks, the Brisbane Bombers, the Western Corridor, which is out around Ipswich. Yep. Uh, and also Redcliffe, which are, which is north on the way to the Sunshine Coast, the Western Corridor, a little bit like if you imagine the, the Sydney listeners, New South Wales listeners, Parramatta, Penrith. Yeah. Uh, so as of this afternoon, there's going to be a story that will be in the news news court papers tomorrow that the the Western Corridor and the Brisbane Bombers bid have merged. Wow. As one bid will be the Brisbane Jets. Wow. Yeah, which is a bit of a super, a super uh, bid in relation to the finances that would be available also. The, uh, the ability to um, increase participation, not only through the Brisbane and Greater Brisbane region, but up through Ipswich, Toowoomba, Warwick, uh, Roma. This is massive. Huge, huge. This is massive. Mm. Um, and because Toowoomba is normally Brisbane Broncos, Heartland, isn't it? Because uh, aren't they a feeder? And Ipswich. And Ipswich, yeah. normally. So this is massive, massive news for, for NRL fans uh, west of Brisbane. Where, would they, they wouldn't play out at Ipswich, would they? No, would no, they all play? the games got to be played out of Suncorp Stadium. Right. Well, a majority of the games have got to be played out of Suncorp Stadium, and, and hence that why they want a, a game every weekend for Brisbane and South East Queensland rugby league lovers. Yeah, and the Jets, obviously, from the Ipswich Jets. Is that right? Well, no, it's the Western Corridor. It was linked to the Ipswich 
Jets, the club itself, but not directly involved with right, the okay. Jets. So now. they'd still exist in... Absolutely, in, in the Intrust Super Cup. Cup. Right, I got you. Mm. Okay, very big news. you read about that tomorrow in the Courier Mail, is that correct? Yeah, Peter Bedell. Oh, Peter Bedell. He's a scooper, isn't he? Gets everything. He's got everything. Mm. Not a very good father sometimes. The stuff he says, you know, when, when his baby's <laughs> sitting kids, let's know where they are. We love you, Pete. Good work, mate. Uh, James Huber, as you say, uh, joining us from Fox Sports uh, real soon to talk about the Izzy Folau push from the Dragons to getting back in the NRL. Uh, what are your thoughts? Should he be allowed to play? one 42 15 or 0477-736-736 on a similar subject. Which sports people have grown on you? Mm. I, I know one you're going to say and I'm going to go, you, you're a sucker. You've fallen for it, right? But mm. I'm going to tell you mine off the top. Have you got another one or are you going to disclose yours now? I'm going to disclose mine now. I've got okay. others. I've got others. But yep. this one, I can't believe I kind of like Cameron Smith now. Hey, why, did you just not like him because you're a New South Wales supporter? Or that he's that good? Because Well, no. no he's a very good referee. Mm. Right? Credit where credit's due. Extremely good referee. I just didn't like him because he was a Queenslander. You're right. <laughs> you're right. And he refed every game. I love Cam. Love yeah, him. and you know what? I do too now. I admire what he's done. Yep. The one that I saw you write down, can I can – is give... this the tennis player? Yeah, can I give you one? Paul Gallon. I've gone the other way. Oh, really? No, he's really grown on me, Paul Gallon. Well, and that's I... funny. Most New always, South Welshmen I've, don't no, like him. I've always liked him, but I, I, I admire what he's doing now also post-rugby league, and I like how he's got a strong opinion. So, yeah, he's really grown on me. Yeah, you know what? Post-football, you kind of like him, don't you? All right. And you got one from tennis. We'll talk about that one later. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forehand you with a racket <laughs> when you say this name. Uh, who's, your, who's your sports person has grown on you? one 300 736 Sam Hazlett, hopefully, is joining us from the Brisbane Heat ahead of their match against the Scorchers tomorrow night's. Should be good if the Heat's, Heat can win that one. Uh, coming from fifth place to make the final. They've got a big task. Three games in six days. And big task. Whoever gets through to play yep. the Sixers at a sold-out SCG. That game happening in Monica tomorrow night. Chris Nelson will be joining us as well. But right now, let's get a sports update and catch up with James Hooper. Sports Day Sports Update. All right, Sats, we're getting straight into it tonight. Off the top of the show, the whole thing about Izzy Folau, there's a, there's a poll online today, 63% of Australians saying he shouldn't return to the mm. NRL. You think differently, and this man from Fox Sports and News Corp thinks like you. James Hooper, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. G'day, boys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, interesting story yesterday, Jimmy, uh, coming out on Fox Sports' uh, website saying, uh, I'll, I'll read out the, um, the, the headline, spare us the outrage snowflakes. Israel should be allowed to play. Now, um, it has divided the sporting, not only the rugby league community, but the sporting community. Um, how's the feedback been since 24 hours later, since that story was, um, was f- first published? Yeah, burnt straight up and down. So that's, I haven't dared uh, have a look uh, at the... Um, uh, minefield that is social media because I've got no doubt uh, that they'll have balaclavas and shotguns and all sorts of stuff uh, aimed at me uh, and the vitriol will be fierce uh, and and robust but look that's the world that we live in um, today and so I I just think that in relation to 
Israel Folau, um, they're going to be damned if they do and damned if they don't, the NRL. Like, so if they do decide that they're going to let him back, that's going to cause a lot of outrage and anger um, and fury amongst elements of the community. And if they don't let him back, it's exactly the same as well. So they're on a hiding nothing, whichever way they decide to go. Uh, for mine, as I pointed out in that column yesterday, uh, I think if we're going to let um, Russell Packer back into the game, if we're going to let Matt Lodge back into the game, uh, Brent Naden had an indiscretion in grand final week uh, last year, which has since come to light, um, and he won't miss any NRL matches as a result um, of testing positive to cocaine leading into the grand final. If we're going to let all those blokes back into the game, well, I can't understand why you wouldn't allow Israel Folau another opportunity. I don't agree with what he had to say in his social media posts, and I understand that they have upset a lot of people, but like anything in life, so it's like we're all old enough and ugly enough to understand now that if you don't like it, well, don't read it, and you don't have to interpret it literally, right? I actually... It's a big part of me has empathy for Israel. I'm not religious, and I apologise to all the people who are out there, but I think religion's the best fairy tale of all time. Um, so I just find uh, the outrage uh, and the fact that people get so vitriolic towards Israel about it, um, I think provided that the NRL put some strict stipulations around that he's not to go uh, making any more of these types of posts, well, I can't see why he shouldn't be allowed back into the game. Where did you sit, James, um, when it first came out on the social media, his views around um, various various parts of everyone's life? And uh, I first and foremost thought, you know, you're an idiot and I hope you don't ever want to come back to rugby league. But time has healed for me and I feel as though that since he's played in the UK Super League, he's been on the straight and narrow, that, that for me, a little bit like Matt Lodge playing in the Intra Super Cup for a full season... Yeah, look, I don't think you're ever going to change Israel's views. He's made that pretty black and white um, throughout the court case that he went through with Rugby Australia Sats. And, and like, if you look at that court case, ultimately, Israel won there. Like, mm. he was vindicated. It was a restraint of trade. I think he got paid out about $4 million. It nearly sent Rugby Australia completely broke, um, just, just challenging uh, the stance that they took as a result of the backlash from major sponsors and um, other uh, companies and whatnot affiliated with the game. So, uh, look, Israel's not going to change his position, but I think we all need to understand, and I've certainly tried to get my head around it over the last 48 hours, the element of the church that he's involved with is a very um, uh, unique group. It's quite small. Um, they, they read the New Testament um, but we're not talking about a hell of a, we're not talking about hundreds of thousands of people um, who subscribe to this element of religion. So it is quite um, a fringe group, if you like, uh, and there's not a whole lot of people um, who choose to read and believe in that interpretation of the Bible. So um, I think you've got to acknowledge that. At the same time, you've also got to acknowledge that um, if he is going to make those style of statements, especially uh, criticising the gay community, that's going to upset a lot of people. Personally, I don't believe or subscribe to Israel's views on that, right? But I, at the same time, I also don't think that the bloke should be rubbed out of the game forever because of a social media post. When you compare that to some of the other things uh, on and off the field, indiscretions that we've seen players commit and then allowed to continue their careers. So that's sort of why I see it the way that I see it. Uh, Herps, from your understanding, who's pushing for him to be at the Dragons? Is it is it Hook? Well, it's 
Yeah, it's certainly the head coach, absolutely. Like, he met with uh, Anthony Griffin, who's the new head coach, uh, towards the back end of last year, I believe. Uh, Anthony Griffin's agent uh, is a well-known bloke in rugby league called Wayne Beavis, uh, who's been around the game forever and a day uh, and is a real character. And somehow he has also uh, ended up being Israel's advisor. So they've met last year. The Dragons uh, CEO, who's a bloke called Ryan Webb, has then gone to the Dragons board and said, OK, uh, we're looking at this. What do you think? They've obviously had a conversation and a vote about it. And then they as a board, decided to give the CEO the OK to go to NRL headquarters. So the Dragons boss has then gone in and met with Andrew Abdo, the boss of the NRL. He's pushed the idea and said, what would you think if we did try to register a contract for this bloke? Andrew's gone away and spoken to people on the commission and Peter Volandis, who's obviously uh, the chairman of the ARLC. They said, OK, well, in the interests of fair process, we need to give... Israel the opportunity to present his case, why we should allow him back into the game, and then we'll review it. We'll put it to a vote of the commission. They meet tomorrow, Thursday, the Australian Rugby League Commission. Uh, I don't think they'll vote on it this hastily, but certainly it'll be uh, on top of the agenda of things to discuss. Uh, And then I don't think we'll actually get a resolution on whether Israel will be greenlit to return or not for another couple of weeks, boys. Is he training with the Dragons? No, no, no. He's not. He's nowhere near it. He's nowhere near it because he hasn't got a contract registered. First and foremost, he's still signed with Catalans over in the UK Super League. Yeah. So, firstly, he's got to negotiate a release on compassionate grounds. I believe his wife, uh, her mother's ill at the moment, and so as a result, they don't want to go back over to Europe. Um, and, and therefore, first of all, he's got to secure a release from Catalans. Then um, he's got to go through all the red tape. Uh, and everything else to be able to get a contract registered with the NRL. Now, let's push forward a couple of weeks, Hoops, and let's say the decision that comes out from the ARLC that, no, we're not going to allow him to uh, return to the game, does it then become a legal battle, do you think? Well, if he wanted to go down that road, and again, you know, neither of us have got the QC silks um, with the wigs and the gowns on sats, <laughs> but in my limited understanding, I would think if he did want to go down that road, then, yes, you probably could... Um, decide to have root canal therapy without the anaesthetic and pursue it and it'd cost you a lot of money and you know the lawyers would definitely tell you that you had a case but I hope it doesn't come to that like I hope that um, uh, the Australian Rugby League Commission just looks at his case views it on its merits um, puts it to a vote and then we, we get an answer one way or the other and whichever way it falls will everybody just gets on with life. You've been around the game a long time Hoops what's your gut telling you do you think we'll see him playing in a Dragons jersey this year? It wouldn't stun me, Sats, because I just, it surprised me when it broke yesterday. I must say, it, it, it did bowl me over. I was like, hang on a minute, Israel Folau, what? I thought that they'd absolutely put the red pen through him and said that he'd never be allowed back. But um, the fact that they have told the Dragons that they can make a formal submission uh, and they can put that into the NRL and they will then take that to the commission, that makes me think that. Um, uh, there is certainly a window of opportunity there. So to answer your question, look, it it wouldn't stun me if they did decide that uh, they were going to give him another chance, but it will come with extremely strict conditions around it. And if he steps out of line, 
then there won't be any more second chances after that. I'm glad you're staying off uh, social media hoops because uh, Ian Roberts has come out the same. <laughs> Am I getting barbecued? No, well, not... Am I getting no, carved no, up? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't tell you that. Not Certainly not on the air. Uh, but uh, Ian Roberts has come out the Savo and said it's a hurricane of offal. <laughs> the whole idea. Okay. Uh, what's in, that mean? That's in relation to Israel or that's yes, in relation to yeah. itself? No, in, in, in relation to, to Israel Folau possibly going to the Dragons. A hurricane of offal. Okay, okay. Okay, well, yeah, well, that's a strong statement from Ian, and he's obviously more than entitled um, to have that view if that is the way that he feels. Um, but as I pointed out in my column, you know, in all my years involved in the game of rugby league, Rugby league is one of the most inclusive sports. I would even argue it probably is the most inclusive sport um, on the planet. When you look at the fact that uh, they had Arthur Beetson uh, as an Australian test captain back in the 1970s um, uh, as an Indigenous man. He was the first Indigenous person to ever captain Australia in any sport. That's nearly 50 years ago. Further to that, you look at all the other races, colours, creeds, everything that have been welcomed into the game with open arms and afforded an opportunity to play it make names for themselves, do them, their, their country, their backgrounds, their own personal stories proud. Um, I think rugby league is a terrific game and I, I don't see any reason why um, we should be ostracising people out of it. All right, you can read James Hooper's uh, column on foxsports.com.au. Hoops, we appreciate it, mate. It's a big topic and we appreciate your time on Sports Day. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. No worries. Support local, australiamade.com.au. Thanks, Hoops. Uh, it's divisive. It is divisive and... I think, to be really honest, you and I agree with Hoops. He should be allowed to play. I think he should be allowed to play under extreme conditions. Absolutely. Absolutely. I and think if there's he, nothing wrong with that. And if he steps an inch out of line, terminated, you can't sue, you had your chance, buddy, you're out. And I think that's fair. Absolutely, I, I think, think that's fair. The reason why I, I, I have started to come this way, Jace, over the last couple of months is because... The precedence has been set, I suppose, that we allow people to stay in the game. And again, I've got, in some cases, I haven't got any qualms with that as well, um, that we've allowed them to stay in the game for for areas that are far worse than what Israel Folau has, has um, mm. yeah, has you know, his, his opinions towards what we saw some time ago while he's playing rugby union. What do you think? Should he be allowed to play for the Dragons or NRL again? It looks like it's getting close. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Shoot us a text or one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. We'd love to hear your opinion. You're not going to be shot down for it, by the way, because everyone's entitled to an uh, an opinion. It's not going to be a uh, a hurricane of falafel or whatever it was. Uh, <laughs> Awful. 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 Sorry. Awful. I don't know. Uh, here's a text. No name on it, unfortunately. Make sure you chuck your name on it. Israel Folau. If you jockeys keep flogging this horse, then you are wrong. <laughs> We're actually not flogging the horse, so to speak. Uh, every person has a voice and the right to be heard. I'm not religious. Allow the man and his family to live the life they choose. We are all humans. Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Keep your texts coming through. Uh, more sports news coming up later on as well. Thanks to Australian Made. Look for the Green and Gold Aussie Made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian Made. Oh, quickly before we go to a break, uh, Queensland has a new Origin coach, Paul Green. Paul Green, yeah, one year deal with a one year option in favour of the QRL. Um, big shoes to fill, isn't it? After after Wayne Bennett and, and Mal Meninga being involved as well. 
Uh, and many thought that Paul Green was going to be the obvious choice. He's beaten out Billy Slater, who, from all reports, didn't have a lot of support from the QRL board, which I find um, I find uh, a little bit strange. But I remember talking to Craig Bellamy once, and I said to him, out of the three players you've got, Cronk, Slater, Smith, who will make the best coach? And I thought straight away it would be Cronk, just mm. the way that he looked at the game. You know, he, he studies the game. Like it's like it's a university degree, he said. Billy, by the length of the straight, I said. Really, he said. Yeah, he's always had the best view of the game. He's always had the best opinion. He's also had the most valued opinion. Uh, he'd make the best coach out of the three of them. So, um, I, I don't think it's long before we see Billy Slater at some highest level. But from all reports, he will be part of the, uh, the sustainability, the you know moving forward, the contingency plans around. Uh, Queensland coach anyway. So I think you'll see Billy Slater as part of the coaching squad. Doesn't matter who's there. The Blues will win 3-0 this year. That's going to be a fact. I'm glad it's you here and not Gary Belcher. I'd be dead right now. This is Sports Day for Kia. <laughs> All right, 2-1. You'll win one. The refs are even it up. We'll go to a game <laughs> three and we'll win it. Go the Blues. This is Sports Day for oh. Kia in Freddie We Trust. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. By the way, Brisbane Heat are playing a prelim tomorrow night in Canberra against the Scorchers. We're going to get one of the stars of their last game. Sam Hazlitt joins us next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with badge and sats for red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. Welcome back to Sports Day. Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews here for your Wednesday afternoon. The Heater in Canberra preparing to take on the Scorchers tomorrow night. It's Cricket's version of the prelim. The winner will play, uh, of course, the Sixers. How big will Sunday night be? Oh, Sunday. Sold out SCG. amazing. It is good. And the tickets sold really quickly. You know what? And they said at the start of the season, and I know Channel 7 were pretty nervous, and they were on the attack. Actually, hasn't that quietened down, the whole Channel 7 Cricket Australia thing? Mm. Because, you know, we've seen this year a whole stack of cricketers come through from nowhere and all of a sudden they're household names. I mean, I've loved watching it. Great cricketers to international cricketers you didn't know, Australian cricket. It's been absolutely amazing, the Big Bash. And this bloke, geez, didn't he put on a performance in the last 10 overs on Sunday night versus the Thunder? Sam Hazlitt from the Brisbane Heat. Welcome to Sports Day, mate. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. We're not going to talk about your first 10 overs. All right, we'll, we'll forget that. Was hard. That was hard going, mate. And I, I reckon a lot of people around the, the country are going, what's going on with these boys? What's going on with Marnus and yeah. Sam? They just can't find the middle of the bat. Was it really hard in that first 10 overs, Sam? Uh, probably not too hard particularly. Um, I guess we didn't want to lose too many more wickets. Um, but we also knew that the score they posted probably was a bit under par and we backed ourselves with the power surge to come and, and good batters to come that we could chase down uh, plenty in the last 10 overs. What's it like batting with Marnus? We've heard lots of different things about he's annoying on the field, he's over-enthusiastic. Did you try and tell him there wasn't a second run in that in that <laughs> run that led to his run out? <laughs> uh, we're both pretty quick between the wickets, so we back ourselves. But, uh, but yeah, that was a bit too tight, unfortunately. I've, I've grow up, grown up playing with Marnus for Redlands Tigers Cricket Club for, for years since we were kids, so... Um, I get along well with him, and, and we know each other's games pretty well, so it was great to bat with him out in the middle. Has he always been that enthusiastic as a kid, Sam? 
oh yeah, cricket is his life. It always has been. It's that's his only only thing in his mind twenty four seven. I think is cricket, and um, it's great to see him do so well on the international stage because uh, he works so hard, and we've all known he's always had the talent. Yeah, I love him. I love what he brings to a side. Now three games in six days. Does that work in your favour, building momentum? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're we're going really well at the moment. So. Uh, we we thought that if we could make that, that final series, that we'd um, we'd be able to get all the way to the final. And uh, it's a tough run coming from fourth or fifth, but but we're doing well so far. And we we beat Perth not long ago, so we're backing ourselves to to hopefully do the same. We know they're going to come come harder this game. They're going to have new plans, uh, but but we'll we'll do the same. We'll try and um, do what we did well and uh, improve what we didn't. Now, Jace, off the top with tongue in cheek about that first ten overs with yourself. You know the the strike rate for yourself was. You were sort of just a weren't even a, a runner ball at one stage for yourself. But yeah, what yeah. triggered? What all of a sudden triggered with you where everything was just coming off the middle of the bat? Yeah, plenty of learnings. I guess I, I got out of that as well. Um, probably wasn't looking to hit straight enough. Uh, I was looking to work the ball probably a bit too square on a wicket that was skidding on a little bit. Um, but but yeah, just that ten over mark. I uh, decided to take on the game a bit more, uh, especially go for the short side against the spinner uh, and and then work our way into that power surge where we really just started going as hard as we could. Uh, Brisbane Heat fans, in Buff, they trust. I mean, he's made the big call, brought you in. Bryant's being rested. That That's a big call. What stage did you know that you are playing these games? Yeah, I'm very happy for the, the faith they've shown in me to give me another opportunity. Um, tough on Maxi because he's been going really well and he is an amazing talent. He hits the ball hard and uh, is, is very, very good. I guess I just didn't do a good enough job running the drinks so they decided they need to fit me in the thing somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, but no, they, they just let me know that I think about the day before the game that I was going to get an opportunity in the middle order. So I did try my best to take it with both hands. You ended up with 74 off uh, 49 balls. That your, I thought I heard the commentators on Sunday night say that's your best ever score in the BBL. Is that your best ever score? Yeah, highest big bash score. Um, uh, it was nice to whack a few at the end. It sort of didn't feel like technically I batted too well. I didn't play very many nice, good cover drives along the ground or straight drives back past the bowler like I might have been in a few four-day or one-day games. But, uh, but you know, you take them however you can get them. And uh, to hit a few across the line over the rope was worked on the night. Now, when your skipper, Chris Lynn, doesn't get off to a great start, he's a good friend of the show, Lynn. He's a, a champion guy, as you know. When he doesn't get off to a good start like he did the other night, how does he how does he take that? To, to see his side fight back like you did the heat the other night and, and win the game when he doesn't have a, a huge influence with the bat, how does he handle that? Yeah, you definitely. We're all hoping that when he goes off every time he goes out in the middle because it's great to watch, but also uh, puts us in a really good position. So, um, so yeah, it's definitely a bit of a worry when you see him get out early, but uh, we, we pull back ourselves to do the job too. We, we know he can't do it every game, so we need to be better than what we probably have in the past at, um, at still being able to get a competitive total if we're batting first, if he hasn't scored runs, or pull back ourselves to chase it down um, if we're batting second. Sam, I'm going to take the pressure off Scott Sattler here. Linny's been giving uh, Sats a hard time about going on a llama picnic and a llama walk with his missus, and that, that's a different story altogether. What Sats wants to ask now is when when is Linny actually going to have a crack? <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure. He, I think uh, if he keeps backing himself, it's a matter of time. I reckon he, he whacked a few early against Perth last game, but uh, it's just, 
just a ticking time bomb, bomb ready to go off. And I think uh, I think this game's a, a massive opportunity for him to uh, put a big title on the board for us. Uh, do you think a blessing in disguise when he had to miss those games with a with a hamstring injury? Did it all of a sudden become the heat? And Jimmy Pearson, who's been outstanding, he hasn't he team, been great? Led the team great, unbelievable. Do you think it gave the the team the opportunity not to rely on Chris Lynn as much as what they have in the past? Yeah, I guess uh, Lenny's been a little bit unfortunate with injuries over the past few years and has missed games, and we haven't been probably good enough without him there. But but uh, as you said, Jimmy Pearson captained really well with him away, and um, I've also grown up playing with Jimmy at Redlands as well. So uh, I, I know that he's got what it takes, And um, but with the bat, he's really turned it on this year. and um, He actually bats at the top of the order for Redlands, but uh, with the Brisbane Heat, he comes in late, and so he's really got an all-round game. He can, he can do whatever he needs for the team, and this year... Chasing coming in at the death, he's been he's been ice cold. He's been able to um, get us through in those clutch moments. May how's Canberra treating you? It's a pretty boring place, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's not the best, maybe, but, uh, <laughs> but we're also in a little bit of a a bit of a hotel bubble at the moment, where we no matter where we are, we we don't have all the freedoms we normally would on the road. So uh, it's probably not too different, no matter where we are at this stage. Uh, just being careful with the with the COVID situation, but mm. we're probably happy we don't have to travel to Perth. Uh, that long flight isn't ideal. Um, yeah, that's so we were great. able to get a little bit of extra time to recover and, and rest up, uh, hit a few more balls before before this next game. All right. If you get a bit bored, you can always go out to the Mint and get border. Is that a word, border? Just keep Chris Lynn away from the casino. Oh, God, yeah. Away from the casino. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Listen, we better let you go. Uh, we appreciate you having a chat to us tonight on Sports Day. Because the Heat taking on the Scorchers tomorrow night at Marnica Oval. Uh, catch all the action uh, live. And fingers crossed you'll be through to the final. To a, How exciting is this? And who would have thought this was going to happen? A sold-out SCG on Sunday night against the Sixers. That's what awaits. Sammy Hazlitt, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the support. There you go. Brisbane Heat tomorrow night. It's going to be a good game against the Scorchers. It's not going to be an easy win. Scorchers have been one of the form teams of the year. From memory, I think the Heat beat the Scorchers to make the finals. Scott, you know, you've played professional sport. Yep. It doesn't matter what's happened in previous games. This is the game that matters. Yeah, there's some teams that you do have the wood over. There is those bogey sides. Okay. This is Sports Day. It doesn't matter what I say, is it? Uh, thanks to Kia. For a uh, step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. Seen this car? Looks amazing. When we come back, our hot topic, it's blowing up our text machine tonight. It's about Izzy Folau and should he be allowed back in the NRL? We'll get to that next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas, and Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, a couple of hot topics thrown around this afternoon. Sats on 0477 736 736 or on the phone, 1300 42 15 33. Izzy Folau. How do you feel about him playing in the NRL again? Uh, we've heard the experts. We've had uh, James Hooper from Fox Sports on as well. Who and wrote that's a... interesting as of tomorrow, the ARLC meeting, yeah. whether they actually discuss it in great detail is, is really interesting. Yeah, no, very, very true. Um, 
Someone's sent us a text. I don't know if this is uh, James Hooper himself, but uh, <laughs> good afternoon, boys. Listening in as usual. It was great to hear James Hooper on your show earlier. He is a gun reporter. That's come from Bill at Campsy. Uh, thanks, Bill. Um, I reckon that was Jimmy Hooper's um, fake account or not? No. Yeah, actually, it looks very similar <laughs> to his real number. Um, Adrian from Dural, I've said from the get-go that Israel Flower should be permitted to play in the NRL. The victims of Matt Lodge and Russell Parker had no say in their horrific attacks. We have the choice to endorse our reject, uh, endorse or reject Israel's religious beliefs. But just in saying that, to use Matt Lodge as an example is a good example as well because you know what happened with him over in New York um, wasn't great for the game. And although contract torn up and, and uh, deregistered, went back to the Intrust Super Cup, paid his dues, ticked all the right boxes, um, and committed himself to the community as well. Mm. And the reports were fantastic. And I know that for a fact because I had a lot to do with the Intrust Super Cup and I used to watch him uh, when he came back into the competition. So whether you agree with it or not, what he did do is he went back and did all of everything he can to tick all the right boxes, and he did that. Now, he's back in the game. He's... um, Last week, only last week, while in camp with the Brisbane Broncos, went to the aid of a of a lady that was in in um, in, in some trouble, serious yep. trouble from a from a partner, and um, and was a very good deed. Yeah. So, to use him as an example is probably a reason why I believe that Israel Flower should be at least given the opportunity to come back to the game. That he's never brought rugby league into disrepute. Don't agree with what he said earlier on. It, it was a. I haven't met anyone who has agreed with. No, him. it was. They were shallow. They were baseless. They were ridiculous comments. Mm. But there is beliefs. Whether you agree with it or not, he's never brought the game into disrepute, and he can be brought back in with some pretty strict conditions. Some would. Some would argue though too that he was given warnings at uh, Rugby Australia that if he made those comments again, his contract would be terminated, and he just went ahead and did it. Mm. Um, now, the thing there is that says to me, will he listen? If there are conditions in his contract and he does come out and does says what he said before, um, will he actually listen and pay attention to that? Interesting enough, haven't heard anything about his religious beliefs since he's been sacked from the Wallabies, have you? No, I haven't. I haven't, and, and we may be wrong, I don't know, but we haven't seen anything publicly. Uh, you're dealing with a completely different beast when it comes to Peter Volandis, Andrew Abdo and the ARLC okay. and the ARU. Guys, I say the Blues to win all three Origin games because I did predict did that. Early. I predicted it early. I said because you've got Paul Green now as your Queensland coach yeah. and in Freddie we trust, we'll mm. win three. Now. We may It may be 2-1 because – What are the young players, Queensland of unearthed, but oh, AJ please. Brimson, Tino Fasumalawi. We've got Cam Murray back, mate. We'll be, fine. we'll be back. We're fine. We've got Cam Murray. Well, Cam Smith will play another year this year, so he'll probably be eligible. Is this, here we go, every year. <laughs> it's a bit early to be rolling that rumour out this early. Uh, uh, anyway, this is Marcella from Goulma. Uh Guys, I'll say the Blues to win all three Origin games. Tick. South will finish top of the NRL ladder. Tick. And be minor premiers. Of course, they will be. And first coach hooked will be O'Brien. Adam O'Brien? From, yeah, from no. the... No. I think they'll make ball. the finals in Newcastle. I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't think they will. I don't think Parramatta will. Do you know either. a lot of our listeners are from the Hunter Valley? I know. Mm. I know. My name's Gary Belcher, and that is Scott <laughs> Sattler. You are listening to Sports Day. Uh, you can give us a call or send us a text on anything. 
736 or one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Uh, you'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Kia. Step up into the all new Kia Stonic SUV. Chris Nelson joins us next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Kia. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Go for gold this summer at Albion Park with Racing Queensland. Uh, Chris Nelson, the fields are out for Friday and Saturday. They are, Jase. Uh, good afternoon, evening to you. We've got Eagle Farmer course on Saturday. Nine races, a 12.43 kickoff, so about 20 minutes later than normal, and a 5.47 finish. That is uh, race number nine. And, of course, Sunshine Coast on Friday night. We kick off seven races there at 6.15. And we wind it up at 9.15. Looking at the track condition for the sunny coast, it's a soft seven. I thought it would be uh, a lot wetter than that. So we get back to probably a soft five or a soft six by Friday night. Rightio. And uh, for us lucky people with a pen and paper in our hand right now, you've got some tips uh, for well, Durban tomorrow. I don't know about being lucky, but I've got some tips. I don't know how lucky <laughs> you are if you've got that pen and paper in your hand. Drop now, it now. Throw one at the Drop the pen now. <laughs> Or use an eraser, mate, one or the other. <laughs> uh, race, six, race six, number 14 at Doombin tomorrow. Flensburg, an ex-Victorian uh, horse trained by Tony Gollan. Now, it's uh, the market's at the moment, it's around $40. I just caught my eye last start, and it might be one that's ready to improve. So worth a, a couple of dollars each way. Won't break the bank. Race six, number 14, Flensburg. And race seven, number nine, Cotton Fields. Ryan Maloney and David Van Dyke combined. Around the $5, $5.50 mark at the moment. Like the run last time at the Sunshine Coast, did a power of work at the run, hit the lead in the straight and was run down late. So it was a very good run. It looks close to a win and it likes to cut in the ground. So just have something small on those two tomorrow. And of course, not racing at Eagle Farm. So that's why we have Van Dyke horses at Durban. That is the case, yes. Rightio. Exactly right. Uh, go for gold this summer with Group 1 Gold Bullion at Albion Park on February 4. Chris... Uh, hopefully we'll be singing by the weekend. We'll catch you tomorrow, mate. Those two win. We certainly will be. Thanks, Jase. Thanks, Chris. Time for our Wednesday wine. Thanks to Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas sats. What are you whining? What, you want me to whine? Yeah, you whine first. I'll whine first. GameStop. What is this thing? Everyone's talking about this investing that is GameStop. I'm, I had someone try and talk to me the other day, and I go, I don't know what you're talking about. And they go, well, you're an idiot, mate. I don't know. What ga- I've seen there's something around the Wall Street or stock? Well, this was a guy who was 26 years of age mm-hmm. and he, he thought he was a, an elite investor and he's going, mate, GameStop, you know, this, 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 yeah, it's a video, some video store type thing and apparently they're blowing the shares and they're selling short and all that sort of stuff. You Listen, lost me already. I, I, as I'm mm-hmm. saying, stop making us old folks look like feeling like idiots just because we're not on your latest trend thing. Ever heard of Bitcoin, buddy? I don't understand Bitcoin either, but anyway. Mm. You know what my wine is? What? People who think that room temperature chocolate is better than cold chocolate. Got to have it cold. It's got to be in the fridge. I like it in the fridge. And on the back of that, people who think a cold crunchy is better than a cold violet crumble. 
Wait, wait. Sorry, say that again. So cold is better than room temperature. Yes, we I agree. agree. I agree. Yep. Yes. Because I don't want to waste any chocolate on the wrapper where it melts. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. The big issue room is... temperature or cold chocolate. But and no, no, go back to the crunchy. So versus... if you've got a cold crunchy or yeah. a cold violet crumble, right? Which one are you going? Well, this is a really good dilemma. Mm. I like the chocolate around the crunchy better than the violet crumble. But you like the I like the honeycomb in the violet crumble. Okay. So is there a way that we can take the chocolate? <laughs> From the crunchy and put it on the violet crumble. I'm a violet crumble man. I am too. Yeah. Because of the crumble. I don't like the violet bit. I like the crumble bit. How do we fix it? Is, is, that, is that a business idea? Stop talking about it. I don't think it's a business idea. You don't? No. See, my, my wife loves room temperature chocolate. I find she's it weird. really just. Yeah, she's a bit strange. It's, yeah. Does she eat chocolate? Yeah, abundance of it. Does she? Yeah, it's a weakness. Oh, is it? Mm. <laughs> uh, 0477 Oh, by the way, that's our Wednesday Wine Sports Days, powered by Red Energy. That's real Aussie energy switch today. Um, we're talking about Izzy Falau and, and a few other things today on the show. Uh, Tim from Gundawindi. I love Gundawindi. One of my favourite towns, Gundy. Beautiful my, spot. My dad and I used to go out there quite a bit. Shooting on the properties out there, but a little bit through Gundawindi. What's his name from Gundawindi? Uh, Tim. Tim. We used to go to a place called Tobia. Okay. I think it's just through Gundy, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful and, town. And there's a town near it called Not Tobia. <laughs> it's a beautiful town, Gundy. Uh, Izzy Flower will be back in the maroon colours. Wow. 3 0 to Queensland. Pfft. Come on, Tim. <laughs> You're on the border there, mate. Come on. <laughs> It's time to move on and allow Israel Folau to play rugby league. No strings attached. Um, yeah, very interesting thing. If anyone disagrees with his view, just ignore it. Mm. That's a, another text coming through. Um, another one, Israel Folau, why would you deny a sportsman of his talent to enthrall us only because of his beliefs? We want to see the best doing their best on the field. Politics can stay home. That's from KC. Yeah. Some good text messages and, you know, If through. you're at a club, and unfortunately the Dragons don't have great leadership, they're they're losing a really good leader in 2022 in, in Cam McGuinness. But the clubs have got really good leadership. If if there are a player or players who are starting to bring undue pressure on the on the club, which then brings pressure on the fans, brings pressure on the playing group, mm. those senior players will grab the player or players and say, hey, listen, appreciate it, respect you, but you need to just tone down whatever you're doing. And I'm not talking about Israel Folau. I'm talking about anyone, anyone in yeah. general. You need to tone it down because it's bringing a lot of pressure on the group. Some players don't know how to handle that pressure. And I'd expect that that would happen with Izzy. I don't – there is one thing I don't understand out of this whole thing, thing Sats, and you might be able to enlighten us on this, is that why why put you – if you're all the Dragons, why put your neck out for Israel Folau? At the age of 32, is he that good? I would have put all my energy into keeping Cameron McGuinness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, And Izzy's not going to be cheap. He'll no, be more expensive than Cam McGuinness. Probably about the imagine. same. Probably about the same. And, and that's in lies. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Well, with Israel, he's a well, he's a genuine athlete. He's a point scorer. He's a creator. And that's exactly he what he used to be. He's, well, you know, he's had a lot of time out of the the conflict and the contact of rugby league. He's gone AFL. He's played rugby union. Um, I think his body has been really preserved, to be quite honest. At 31, 32 in April, I think he's still got a lot of 
lot of playing years left in him. Okay. A lot of people seem to be supporting uh, Israel Folau today on the show. 0477 736 736. What do you think? Should he be back uh, in the NRL? Uh, or one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, and that one person, that sports person who's grown on your sats. Do you want to let everyone know who it is with the tennis racket? Nick Kyrgios. No. And Joe Root, the cricketer player, cricket player. No. Yeah, he's grown on me as well. Have you just found? No, I'm not going to say it. I'm getting older. See, I'm getting a little bit Softer. more easy going. Yeah. Nick Kyrgios yeah, and Nick Joe Kyrgios, Root. Nick Kyrgios has grown on me. Oh. God, this is sports day. Step up into the all-new Kia Stonic SUV with an elevated ride height. You'll see it all. Nick Kyrgios, really? Mm. Yep, give him a go. Oh, God, no. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.